Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live, Reality Radio's Praise, Prayer, Decree, and Declare. Bokotov, good morning and welcome. Starting your day, Yah's way is the best way to start to play. Praise, Prayer, Decree, Declare your way out of everything that's coming against you. Your attitude, your ruach, that's coming against your attitude, your ruach, your prosperity, your freedom, and your joy. Life is in the power of, to- of our tongues, propelled by the very breath in our lungs. He, Yahweh, is the spark, is the fuel. Don't be a fool. L2R4 is the pump, and this message is high octane. We are the vehicle carrying a message of Ahava from Shamayim across the Rats. Don't place the wrong bet. What are you putting in your tank? This is Shalak Scribe, and it is another beautiful day here in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. It is a balmy 55 degrees outside, and we are grateful for the opportunity again to serve our Elohim and to walk in his Torah. Yami, would you be willing to pray clear the line and come forward with your praise, prayers, decrees, and declares? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, thank you that you created us and you created this day. For yesterday is gone and tomorrow is for later. And just for today, we come before you and say we choose to learn the height, the depth, the breadth, the length, and the width of the love you have towards us. And we thank you that in the old, before Yeshua came, you made a way so that people didn't have to die for their sins. And thank you so much that it is only in you that we truly live and move and have our our being because life comes from you and we deserve death for we've all sinned. So I just um, choose to come before you and give you me and say, here I am. Do with me as you will. Uh, Let me recognize my wrong ways and let me admit them And more than that, you show us how to not return to our vomit and not go backwards. But just for today, we can um, say you've given us life and let us do your bit in this life. And Father, now as we every morning we submit to you our will to 
that's all we have to give. And we um, thank you that you let us be aware of what your kind of love is. And that love will do its work. And that love did um, suffer and died on the tree so that we do not have to die for because of the law of, of spirit and life has set us free from the law of sin and death. So um, do with us as you will and let us not be ashamed and let not the enemy triumph over us. For you, we know, are you're a sun and a shield if you give um, love and you have your um, character be developed in us. And it is a reasonable service unto you that we bring and sacrifice of praise knowing that you being the only true deity and that the blood is worthy recognizing that we are unworthy and only remaining in you gives us hope and future. For you told us you don't want our offerings and sacrifices, but you want us to know you and love you. So just for today, Father, let us um, uh, experience your love and let us uh, turn from our wicked ways. You show us how to love and let us trust you entirely. So we ask that your Ruhak take over and um, minister according to what your plans are today and let us just be be completely who you created us to be. And um, let us not give um, any of us to the lust of the flesh. Let us be done with that. And let us be set apart and clean so that you can use us in your service. So, yeah, you walk with us and talk with us, and I thank you that life is in you. You breathe us life and, and breath. And, Father, as we take every breath, we're saturated with you. And Father, 
help us to um, show forth your majesty in all the earth. Let us uh, lift up the, the snake on the stick that the, the children of Israel, if they looked upon it, Father, they were saved from that. So I pray that you save us all from the death that the flesh brings. And let us look upon you and not do um, the works of the flesh, but magnify um, and remain in right standing with you. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yanni. This is Israel Kumeori, Arise and Shine. Back in two with me.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Looks like I'm going to have to find an English translated version of that song. It's the Shalak Scribe. I am back. I am grateful to be here. I am excited. I am fired up for the day. And I am fully and completely aware that Abiyah is in charge. I am his son, I am his heir. I am his humbled servant. I am his reward. I'm Yeshua's reward. I am a prayer warrior. I am an intercessor. I am a David Ruach. I am righteous because of his righteousness. I am not worthy to carry this message, but I am Baruch Atad by the privilege to do so. I am an encourager. I am prosperous. I am well studied. I am a Galal Talmudim. I am obedient. I am loving. I am aware that his chesed and chanan rest upon me and it is my duty to share it with my brothers, my neighbors, my enemies, and all those I encounter. Abba, in the name of Yeshua, I just pray for our ministry for Love, Inc., for our overseers, Rock and Sam, where they might, wherever they are in their travel. Yeah, I just pray that the vision that you have given Rock and Sam would manifest in a way that gives you all the honor all the Hanan, all the esteem. Yeah, that through Love, Inc., that your light would so shine in this lost and dying world that it would drive everybody together. That, it, this, that this would be a unifying force, that Transformed would be a unifying force, that Love Live Rock Reality Rem, Remnant Radio would be the glue that holds the Love Fellowship groups, the Houses of Worship, the Samaritan's Couch, the Samaritan's Cots, whatever it is, the Faith Paper Farms, yeah, that it would draw them all together and that it would hold them together. Abba, in the name of Yeshua, I come against every force, every thought, every committed uh, purpose of the adversary set against 
this ministry and the individual hearts and lives and minds of those involved in it. In the name of Yeshua, there is no room for the adversary to even get in. Abba, I pray that a bulletproof, swordproof, arrowproof shield of Malachim would be placed around each heart represented here and those that would hear it as a pre-recorded broadcast. Abiyad, that there wouldn't even be the slightest inkling of a desire to stray from your Torah. Abba, that when they see us coming, whether we're whether we are wearing a Love for Truth T-shirt or an emulator's cut or whatever the situation or a Love Inc. hat, whatever whatever we may be wearing at the time that represents the ministry, that the adversary and his forces would shudder. and start searching diligently for the closest herd of swine. And Abba, as they flee, that the hearts and minds that we are about to impact would know we are coming and that they would be prepared to receive us, that they would be prepared to receive your word, Abba Yah, so that they can see and understand and have their eyes open. Abiyah, I am thankful for the fact that the only prayer that you are required to answer is that of your son, Yeshua. Yah, I am thankful that Yeshua prayed for us. And I'm thankful that we have the boldness and the freedom and the flexibility and the righteousness and the worthiness to walk boldly and confidently in the confessions of Yeshua's prayers for his body. So, Abba, I thank you for this morning. And I'm going to ask if Yami would come forward with her teaching this morning. And we praise you for the contents. We praise you for the for the meat. And Yah, we just ask that you use it to prick our hearts and that you plant another seed in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And Yamin. Hallelujah. Thank you. Right. Wonderful prayer. And um, uh, I've um, went through a lot of the chapters. I'm like into, um, I started at uh, about 12 or 13, and I'm up to chapter 19 of Numbers. And I'm looking at the way he Yahweh deals with um, sin in the camp and that because of his love 
he gave us the um, the system of offering sacrifices so that the Israelites could carry the tabernacle that he dwelt in so that he'd be dwelling among them. But in his presence, um, we, we are able to not have sin in the camp. And in order to remain in his presence, we um, need to continually recognize a sin because he did in these chapters talked about different sins and one of them was when someone um, sinned in ignorance which was dealt with in a different way than when someone um, did it out of rebellion and it's um, it's really true, you know, that that um, we have to continually work on um, recognizing the Torah, recognizing when we're out of it, and to get back in it, we have to chuber, we have to change. And in order to change, we have to recognize the sin. And that goes back to we have to know the lie. We have to know the truth. And we have to agree with the truth. And Satan is sneaky in that um, he gets us, he places in us um, thoughts, thoughts that uh, make us be uh, pulled into a lie. But Yah knows him. He knows his ways, so he raised up a standard against us. And what I saw a little bit ago, I don't know how long, because I've kind of been up back and forth all night. And um, it was starting to get daylight. I believe it was daylight already. But I saw like a, um, okay, like you have, um, when you're grilling and you have a flame going or the charcoal's on and you put what you're grilling on the grill, that um, it can leak through and you can lose um, some of the what you're cooking. It, it will drip into the fire um, unless its texture is strong and
to not drink, drip into the fire. And um, Yah's always wanting to build us so that we're strong enough to not let our flesh um, fall apart and cause us to uh, be a waste. We've had plenty of wasted years, um, and he's pulling us out to make us a, um, a, a living example of how he takes care of us all. And you saw, I saw um, what I was pouring, what I was putting on the grill was um, leaking through and being wasted. And then I saw um, hands put it into a cup or a container and then it was safe and it couldn't leak out. It it um was contained and just like that picture, it's only in yeah, am I contained and the flesh will not drip out and and be um wasted into um the fire. And um, so what What I was seeking Yah about, um, uh, okay, so I believe I was doing a, a sin of ignorance. And um, even though this happened with Brittany, I am. Um, I know that my mouth again needs cold because um, the intent of my heart, Yah knows, but that doesn't. Um, I can get out of that uh, cup or, or thing I'm put. In per se, in his covering, in his protection, so that I can be become a perfect um, uh, thing unto him, a perfect person into his way. So I um I see that in my heart i do i am not desiring to um have to bring him offerings and sacrifices but i pray that that i can remain in his torah and um and yeah, that the glue that 
keeps us together is the the Ruhat, which is which spreads his love abroad. And if I stay in that safety of of the Torah, um, I won't need to give offerings and sacrifices. And I don't have anything worthy to offer him. He tells us to bring him, I know, an offering of praise, an offering of, of thanksgiving. And I haven't learned a lot more. I was so baruch as a child to be able to have my Messiah be a friend and teach me um, the things that I could be taught on a carnival to recognize sin where I could and to um, uh, be protected by listening to my Yahweh, by listening to my um, Messiah. And I uh, can only say that I can only live, move, and have my being in Him, and that again I am found um, um, in with misconduct and um, how Yah deals with it is up to him. And in this congregation, uh, you know, it would be between um, Yah and Ra, what discipline majors he takes. But for me, personally, I, um, I choose him. And I choose that um, I grow stronger and become in unity with his ways. And then I will not offend my brother because I will have the Torah written on my heart and it, I will not go astray. And when I do, I bring it to Yahweh, and I thank everyone for um, uh, their contribution to keeping me correct. And um, I submit to the, um, I acknowledge my sin, and I ask him to take any blinders off my eyes and to operate in the appropriate manner according to my sin that I would sin no more. And the only thing I can do is admit and... um, 
I'll let him change me. I remember a point in my life where where I went to Yah and I and I wasn't involved with love ministry at this point. Um, let me think if I had, was involved in a church studying it all because um, I'm not sure how long ago it was and exactly what the setting was. But I do know, yeah, I was involved in a Shalom church, a church named Shalom. And um, I remember that I I knew that I couldn't beat um, the evil that was oppressing and inside of me and causing me to go a wrong way. But I ran to the mercy seat. That's what they named it. That's why I used the word that is not the best. But it's what it was taught to me was the name of the place where where his mercy sent Yeshua to pay for those things. And to me, it's a major victory or, and again, another pagan word that um, another win for me to run to him and um, become corrected and then for him to be the one that causes that change to happen because he's the one that put the desire in my heart to change. And this is what I can share because this is my experience is when I got to that point, he caused the change in me to happen. And and that burden was lifted from me and the consequences of that sin was placed on my Messiah. And now I know that it's most important for me to uh, continue to look in the Word and understand that Yah did what he could, and finally he sent Yeshua to pay the price for all these errors that I have done and pray I do not continue to. And um, I'm thankful that he opens the eyes of my heart and that he can put the coals on my lips so that that I um I remain alive because through all the changing the final battle is death 
and Yah had to, in numbers, put a finality to um, the people who were rebelliously sinning, and he had to do the final um, step. He had to let them be swallowed up by the earth and go right to hell. And uh, that's a horrible um, destiny. And he says he doesn't want us to have to face that death. But he wants us to go through the changes so that from one point, one um, way of dealing with others and him changes and, um, and comes in unity with the Torah that he's now writing on our hearts and our actions must be surrendered so that that he can give us life eternal and abundant. And so I not only ask Yah and to forgive me and thank him for paying the price and I ask um, that I become in unity with him so that I fit in the body and let me not be deceived and let not the devil come at me in a different way to cause me to um, be out of um, line and let him give me word on word and precept on precept and um, allow allow me to be all he's taught me to be. And in that, I pray the same thing for everybody and I ask everybody um, to forgive me. Um, And I would say I know not what I do. Um, Yeah, I mean, you've already been forgiven. Okay? It was a challenge. We've addressed it. And it was a great testimony. Um, we thank you for that. I'm sorry for walking on your time, but Yami, you're all over the place, and your your message this morning was not focused or specific. And you, you, Yami, you were so concerned with what happened last night that you that you're you're losing people in in the message that you're trying to give because you're trying too hard to give it. Because okay. you're trying, so I apologize for interrupting, but 
you know, we will continue to pr- to pray for you and you know, know that Yahweh will tell you as we go forward. So hallelujah. This is building 429. We'll not, we won't be shaken. Amen.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome back to Love Live Rock, Remnant Reality Radio. That was We Will Not Be Shaken. Abiyah, in the name of Yeshua, I come before you and I just ask, Yah, that you would remove the spirit of fear and timidity from Yami. Yah, that she would be considered a David. Abba, that she would be a David. That she would have the courage of a teenage David standing before Goliath. That whoever takes the form of that Goliath in her life, yeah, whatever she sees standing before her, that she can stand and say, you will not insult my Elohim or his Torah. You will not insult you will not make fun of, you will not mock the armies of the living Elohim. You will not mock Yahweh, you will not mock Shamaim or the Malachim that are, that are protecting me and my ministry. Abba, that you would give her a ruach of boldness like she's never had before. Abba, that you would sharpen her wits, that you would bring clarity to Yami's eyes, that you would bring clarity to her message, and Yah, that Yami would know with all of her being that she is loved, she is appreciated, and that she is Kodesh and set apart. And above the spirit of codependency, the spirit of confusion, the spirit of inability that try to beset her at every turn. Abba, that she has surpassed that in you and that your Ruach has the ability and the desire and the want to fix everything that she believes she is deficient in. Abba, I pray that she walk in that authority and that nothing could come against her because she is a blood-bought, blood-bathed saint of the living Elohim. Abba, now we bring forth Marissa. She's going to read Ephesians 6. Actually, I'm going to switch it up. She's not going to read Ephesians 6. She's going to read John 17. And then she's going to come forward with her praise, prayers, decrees, and declares, and her 33 I am's. Hallelujah. In the name of Yeshua. Here's Marissa. Hallelujah. I was pondering on a, a dream I had this morning, and the dream is taking me so so deep that I went right through my alarms. So, Hallelujah. It was um, different houses in different um, different neighborhoods and the grass um, in front of those houses. And there was just a few few of them, and inside was like a wooden floor and then like a living room. They were more like a smaller size cabin size, but they weren't huge houses. But some of them needed to be the yard needed to be cleaned up, and some of them and they were not ready to be cleaned yet. There was like grass everywhere and 
cactuses and different plants that you couldn't you couldn't clean it just with the lawnmower, and I was wanting to go through the lawnmower. So you always give me that dream to. There's a lot of cleaning up to do, but some of those areas might not be able to be done with just one one tool. So I know that there's a lot to clean up in order to get the fullness of Yahweh in. When he said to not read Ephesians 6, I still feel like it's necessary to put our armor on. I mean, John 17 as well. So, as I had that dream and then also in the praying for the Yami this morning, just by um, complete understanding and the wisdom that... So, anyways, I just declare that anything that... Um, from that dream this morning that Yami wants us to clean out in our lives or in our in our areas where we, we are falling short that He'll take us to the place of um, cleansing and to mow our lawns with when the as we, in the in the um, in our own personal walk. So not just me and not just you, but everyone that's on the line that Yahweh has some cleaning up to do. And the only way we can do that cleaning up with is between ourselves and with Yahweh. And you know, it's it's hard to say it, but when you know, I'm not. I was ready to go back to bed this morning, and I, I love you very much, Yummy. But I don't. I know we we love Brittany too, but as as me as listening, I'd rather listen to what's coming out of the word, and and to do it in a righteous way as a teacher. I just pray that you have a um, firmer grip and firmer understanding on how to teach about what is from the word, and as we all know, when we all love our brethren and our people that have been in, in and out of the ministry um, just to, for that mindset to keep a focus on what Yahweh's word is and not what uh, people from our congregation so I pray that upon you that you keep it in the core and as well as all of us because we all fall short and I'm not perfect and neither are you and the only way we are perfect is in Yahweh so hallelujah so I'm just going to read this, this part here and then go to St. John 17. So yeah, it's just for that teaching mindset too. And Yami will give you that if you, you, um, as he helps us more along. Hallelujah. But because of the sake of all the whole armor of Elohim, Elohim, that you may be able to resist the evil one, and being prepared, you shall prevail. Then stand firm, having girded your loins about with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and defend your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace, above all, taking up the shield of faith, which you be able to quench all the flaming darts of the evil one, and also put on the helmet of salvation, and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of Yahweh. While prayer and petition praying at all times in the Spirit, and watching to the same thing without perseverance and petition concerning the saints. And then pray also for me that to me may be given speech and opening of my mouth with boldness to make mystery to make known the mystery of the good news, which I am an ambassador in a chain that it may that in it I may speak boldly as it is right for me to speak. But I just pray that for all of us as we are bold in his kingdom. That Yahweh you know, knows where we stand and our walk with him and to focus on what is 
what his truth is and each day and we've been thankful for that. And I get to see so much pain with my eyes, I want to look for it. Okay, there it is. So, so hallelujah, we thank you, Yannick, for today as we get into your, your word and that you speak to us in ways that you want us to see your word for us. The ways that we need to learn it together, John 17. So, there's been I have to admit I haven't been in this chapter in a while and it was a daily assignment, so I need to get back in it. Hallelujah. So Yeshua spoke these things and lifted his eyes up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that your Son may also glorify you. And he gave to him authority over all flesh so that to all which you gave to him he may give to them everlasting life. And this is everlasting life, that they may know you, the Elohim of truth and Yeshua Messiah, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I finished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the existence of the world. I revealed your name to the men whom you gave to me out of the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me. And they have kept your word. Now they have known that everything that you have given to me, I have given to them, and they received them. And they know that I truly proceeded from your presence, and they believe that you have sent me. I pray concerning them. I do not pray concerning the world, but concerning the ones whom you gave to me, because they are yours. And all my things are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And no longer am I in the world, Yet these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep them in your name, those whom you gave to me, that they may be Echad, united as we are Echad. That's also referring to Ephesians 3.15. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. I guarded those whom you gave to me, and not one of them was lost, except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now I come to you and I speak these things in the world that they may have my joy being fulfilled in them. I have given them your word and the world hated them because they are not of the world as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you take them out of the world but that you keep them from the evil. They are not of the world even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And I fear for their sakes. I sanctify myself so that they may also be sanctified by truth. But I do, I do not pray concerning these only, but I can. But I also concerning those who believe in me through their word, through their word, that they all may be God, as you are in me, Father, and I in you, that they also may be God in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and I have given them the glory which you have given me that they may be a God, as we are, we are a God, united. I in them, and you in me, that they may be perfected in one, and that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, even as you loved me. Father, those whom you have given to me, I desire that where I am, they may also, that 
they might also be with me, that they might see my glory that you have given to me because you have loved me from before the foundations of the world. Righteous Father, indeed, the world did not know you, but I knew you, and these have known that you have sent me, and I made known your name to them, and will make it known that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. So, hallelujah. I go back to number 10. And all my things are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. So I just pray, that, pray for that scripture to be in our hearts today, in our minds. It takes me back to when I had my apartment, and when I was living in this nice divorce, I didn't glorify Yahweh when I moved in, and then the century just got to being a mess where I was sick from that mold exposure, and then I was using, I, was, I got myself more mixed up in my addiction, and I just couldn't couldn't deal with it physically and mentally, and so Yahweh had to take care of certain things for me that was beyond my control, because I, I tried, and I tried to do it in ways that I tried to do it the right way, so that I have to be mindful that when I'm not glorifying him in all things or appreciative of things. That's what I'm thankful for today, that Yahweh can give us those things in life. And even that song about that you give and take away, that Yahweh gives us the things we need and he takes away the things that we don't need. I just pray that on behalf of all of us that that he restores things that we need that things might get taken away or might get lost or might get I don't want to I don't want to declare the other word, but things might get taken out of our lives for, for good reasons, but also as we know others that need to be restored back into our lives for things as in people or as in belongings. So this, that I just pray that for us, that we have that understanding that Yahweh knows our needs. So I am um bold. I am Yahweh's daughter. I am Righteous, I'm a doer, I'm an overcomer, I am beautiful, I'm great, I am patient, as I'm learning patient, hallelujah, I am gifted, I am faithful, I'm baruch, and I am able to do all things to the Messiah who strengthens me, I am a warrior, I'm, I am his beloved, I'm a champion, I'm a successful person, I'm a good person, I'm a truth teller, I'm Yahweh's good daughter. I'm a well-seasoned, well-knit-together. I'm a fine, and, and I'm also Yahweh's vessel in this kingdom. I'm purchased by the blood of the Lamb. I am I am acknowledged and seen as Yahweh sees me. I am fearful of Yahweh. I'm a receiver for all Yahweh has for me and his in my life, and I am a walking and living testimony. I am obedient. I'm putting all my trust in Yahweh, and I am truthful. And I'm grateful for for um, this morning as the sun is shining, and we can have um, our mornings together. And I'm grateful for our sister Yami that Yahweh is helping as we all are in this season, overcome. And also I'm thankful for Yahweh to 
restore things in in, our, in my life and in the near future that I may not know what's going to be restored onto me, but I I just know that Yahweh always has mapped. He has our situations mapped out. So I just am thankful that He will bring me to the places and provide my needs, the places where I need to go. And I'm thankful for having this um, few months at Scribe's house that um, I'm in, in this place because it's where I need to be and where I'm supposed to be. I'm thankful that Yahweh, and I declare that Yahweh brings us to places that we are supposed to be in our walk with Him. And that, as the Word was saying about others in the world, that I read today in John 17, that I was in a place where, well, I'm sure all of us have been places where people were, were not appreciative of us because we were being mindful in Yahweh, but they were not in Yahweh. So I just pray that if there's the time and place when Yahweh wants us to go into the world, that He, he prepares us. I think was it last night, or what is one of these messages that talked about going out in pairs? Um, I forget that was a sister or, or one of our brothers saying that, but we all know that to do outside stuff, which is why we're here. We're building each other up to be able to get to that point in life. And I'm thankful that Yahweh can bring us together as an ikad and also to bring us into the right teams. And I've been praying for that, too. So I'm just thankful for my family, for my children, for all of our children. I'm thankful for salvation. I'm thankful for the Yahweh that points up people. I've been praying for that, to, um, for him to bring the right, the right people in, into my life, like to have new, new good, good friends and new friends that are um, filled with, with Yahweh's love. Because as we go out of our addictions, especially those who are newer to transform, that as our, also one of our sisters that um, Scribe has invited, her name is Leah, that she's cut off her associates and her friends. And, and so sometimes when I was in that space in my life, when I had to cut people off on the outside, I felt sometimes I felt lonely and then I made mistakes of letting the wrong people back in my life and I learned from those mistakes. So I'm thankful for Yahweh to take me through those tests and trials, but I pray for um, the boldness and the discernment in, in Yahweh that I will not make the same mistakes again and that I'm mindful of people I talk to when I go from this day forward and that he gives He gives us all that boldness and that um, shield so when we are able to put our foot down and say no to someone, that we do it with Yahweh's authority. And I have decree and declare that more people are like that know because we have so much in our world going on and there's not enough boldness in Yah's kingdom out there. I should say I should say we have we have, I should repeat myself or rephrase it. That we have boldness in Yahweh's kingdom, but I decree and declare that Yahweh brings more people to have to give them more boldness for our world. Hallelujah that that I decree and declare that our world will, will come to a um, new wave of existence of Yahweh, the acknowledgement of Yahweh. I that in Yeshua's name that uh, our government, our people that are on the streets, our homeless communities, our people in addiction, the drug dealers, uh, the men and women in uniform, the police force and 
commercials, all those people that work in narcotics and all all that stuff, yeah, right, that you just bring them to the right places in their life to be able to do your work because there's so much controversy in the world. As well as, like, overseas, there's wars going on, there's destruction happening, there's people that are against your, your word, and there's people that are worshiping you that have to do it in secret, and I just pray that the people that are doing it in secret, that you keep them protected, no matter what. In Yeshua's name, and I ask lift up our, our um, Yali country is um, Israel. I just declare your love over them and for everything else going on in that situation. Yeah, well, you know the people that are there, and I pray for that um, for all of us here too. And we lift up our um, finances to you, Yahweh, as well, and the uh, love ministries that you help with the direction that, that we are going and that our overseer Rock and Sandy are going, that I'm thankful for their their work. And I just ask you to complete, complete this that they can walk in their fullness and what they, what you call them to be doing as well as the other overseers and our elders and that financial um, outpouring will come in from the right resources as Rock, <coughs> Kevin Rock Rice and Sandy Rice want to go and plant your good seeds and open up I just pray that you open up those doors that need to be opened all the way in Yeshua's name and I pray that for all of us that any doors that the enemy is trying to keep shut or has shut we just declare that those doors are not shut anymore in Yeshua's name that they are open and and they are open from from our um, oh, the doors to heaven are open over us that Yahweh will give us that in Yeshua's name and that no enemy can come in through those those doors of opportunity the doors of growth the doors of of wherever Yahweh wants to have opened in our life I just declare it over all of us Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. This one is going out by special request to Marissa, and it applies to her, and it applies to all of us. I'll be on the name of Yeshua. I just thank you for Marissa's growth and the time that she's been here. And I just pray that you baruchata her heart and that you continue to knit her back together completely and totally striking down and casting away the spirit of addiction, the spirit of codependency, the spirit of dependency on anything but you. Yeah, that you would raise her up to be the woman of Yah that you've always planned for her to be. Abba, you have placed gifts within her heart You've given her a sharp mind. And we just reclaim it right now in the name of Yeshua, by the blood of Yeshua, that the adversary has absolutely no authority over her thoughts, her mind, her words, or her behavior. Abiyah, we just pray that you continue to teach Marissa what your word means when it talks about controlling the tongue and that life and death are in the power of the tongue and that we will be known by our words, whether many or few, and that she would come to a full, complete, appreciative understanding of what those verses mean. 
Baba, we see that she wants to walk them out, and she's beginning to continue to refine each of us in those areas in the name of Yeshua. This is no longer slaves by Jonathan, David, hallelujah, and amen. Just pray with us as, as we listen to the song, hallelujah. This is Love Live Ruach Remnant Reality Radios. Praise, pray, decree, and declare. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with song. I deliver it from my enemy till all my fear has come.
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, obviously, I wasn't expecting that last little bit. Okay, anyway, this is Shalayak Scribe, and this is live radio. Um, we are the Ruach Remnant of Yahweh, and this is Praise, Prayer, Decree, and Declare. And now we're going to be going into exactly what I thought when that opening or that last statement blared in there. Uh, this is... Wow, that wealth of wisdom, um, and we're going to be looking at Sefer Mishle or Proverbs 4, 1 through 6. I've entitled this one, I believe what the Ruach wanted to title was Sound Advice from a Good Father, and it starts... Solomon starts saying, Sons, hear the instructions of a father. Pay attention to no understanding. For I give you good teaching. Do not forsake my Torah. Now this should immediately be encouraging to any son out there or daughter. Just because it just says sons doesn't mean there's anything sexist going on here. It's just what he wrote. Okay? We don't have to read everything into anything or anything into everything. Just accept it for what it is. Children, hear the instruction of a father. Pay attention to no understanding. For I give you good teaching. Do not forsake my Torah. Whatever a child needs to hear should first be passed down by the father. So this is going on in the home. More than likely, without question, obviously around the home, in the camp, it is a home or a close-knit environment. It's not in, you know, some public school system somewhere where they're teaching your children all sorts of unyali things that not even your worst enemy would teach your child. It is good to know how to how to defend yourself, how to understand what other people are saying, how to discern the attitudes that others are coming at you with or engaging in with you. These are good things. And they are not forbidden in the, in the Torah. They're not forbidden in Yah's instructions. We're supposed to keep an eye out so that we're not taken advantage of unrighteously. Yah's Torah is righteous, we, and we are to share it but if we forsake it, we can't share it because if the salt has lost its saltiness, what good is it for? Except to be thrown out and trodden under man, underfoot. Verse 3, For I was my father's son, tender and an only one in the sight of my mother. So dad was teaching what needed to be known to raise up a strong child. Physically strong, mentally strong, emotionally strong, not willing to take any nonsense from anybody. Now, not allowing yourself to be walked on, that's a dad's job. That's a dad's job. To teach a child how to cast forth something and how to follow something in certain instances is a father's job. A mother's job, on the other hand, is to teach compassion, 
Ahava. My father can teach it too, but mothers are normally better at it. For I was my father's son, tender and only in the sight of my mother. Children have a unique relationship with their mother. There's no two ways around it. We don't have to go into detail. There is a unique relationship, a more compassionate relationship, a more compassion period in the heart, in the hearts of mothers than there is in the father, simply because the mother carries the child for nine months and then nurses the child until he's weaned. So there is a closer relationship between most children and their mother than there is the father. Maybe not closer, but different. For I was my father's son, tender and only in the sight of my mother. And he taught me and said to me, let your heart cling to my words, keep my commandments, and live. Now, this one may be a little confusing. I don't know that it has to be. Um, but as Solomon is being taught by David, it's repeated, and he taught me and said to me, Solomon's father David taught him and said to him, cling to my words, cleave to my words, marry yourself to my words, wed yourself to my words, Keep my commandments. Not only is it important to keep Abba Yah's commandments, Abba Yah's Torah, it's also important to keep your father's commandments because they are probably, they should be based in Yah's Torah. The understanding should be, the, should be similar, if not the same. Because again, Yah's desire for unity, for Echad, did not change from his desire for unity within the Mishpachah has not changed from Genesis to Revelation, or from Enoch to Revelation, for that matter. Because we do have the books that were kept from us. Let your heart cling to my words. Keep my commandments and live. Torah is life. Torah is a commandment. Nature has its Torah. Nature has never violated but has never violated its Torah. Nature does not have free will. Nature has never transgressed or sinned against Yah in regards to the Torah instructions. Mankind does it all the time because we have this faulty perception of what free will is. That's not my saying it. Abiyah you know, speaks it throughout his word. Hasatan implemented free will when he tried to overthrow Satan. Uh, let's everybody utter a derisive, thanks, dude. You screwed it up for all of us. Getting beyond that, moving past that. Verse 5 says, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forsake them. Keep them. Go all out. Do whatever you have to to hold on to them. Don't let anybody steal them from you. This is me. I'm ad-libbing a little bit, but it fits. 
and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Don't get startled by the fact that something unusual happens, something you might not agree with shows up, and you know, well, I, I, can't, I can't buy this, buy into this religious thing anymore, this Bible thing anymore, because it says this, 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 and this, and I just can't agree with that. Baloney sauce, as my wife would say. Get wisdom, get understanding, get Torah, keep my commandments. Do not forsake and do not turn from the words of my mouth. In other words, pay attention or die. Might not be immediate. Might not be painful. Might be painful. You never know. It all depends. But if you surrender, if if you detach from Yah's authority, if you refuse the instructions that you've given from your father, odds are you're going to make mistakes along the way, and it's going to create dis-ease or disunity. It's going to break the echad nature that Yah wants with you. And certain things are, are going to start to happen. And it might not always be pleasant. And you may feel like you end up dying. It might not be a physical death immediately. But little by little, that Ruach in you is going to get quieter and quieter. And again, wisdom or shachma, wisdom, understanding, are defined in gender-specific terms in Hebrew, and they take on the female persona. Verse 6 says, Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will guard you. Just as an infant is not going to push her, to push his or her mother away, it is the mother's responsibility to preserve, preserve that child, and that love is built. We need to love wisdom and understanding and knowledge of what's right with the same attitude and the same dedication that we should be showing our mother. And she will guard you. I almost have to smile as I recall the verses in Scripture that talk about a mother bear being deprived of her cubs. And now that whole mother bear thing or mama bears is becoming commonplace. You know, in modern conversation, in a world that pretty much disregards what Elohim dictated and couldn't tell you where the whole idea from mama bear came from, to be quite honest. It's almost amusing. There's a footnote leads to Deuteronomy 6 through 9, and it says, These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your hearts, and you shall diligently teach them to your sons and daughters, and shall speak of them as you sit in your house, and as you walk in the way, and as you are lying down, and as you are rising up, and you shall bind them for signs on your hand, and they shall be frontlets between your eyes, 
and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. One thing I want to specify here. This is obviously going on on in the home. And when Moses says, when you are lying down, he's not talking. Well, he could be talking going to sleep. But when they were reclining at dinner, they didn't have lazy boy recliners. They didn't have high back chairs. They didn't have dining room tables. That stuff doesn't travel real well. They had to be ready to pack up and go. They had pillow. They probably had pillows and low-setting tables. So around meals is what he's talking about. More than likely, it would be. It's included in the understanding. At, if you were actually raised in the Hebrew culture, they would have understand that, that. Understood that that's what they're what Moses was talking about. At all times. At all times. This this isn't the now I lay me down to sleep. I pray. I, I pray my el my soul to keep. It's not that kind of it's not that kind of conversation. It's holy cow, Dad! You wouldn't believe what happened to me while I was out guarding the sheep. Yahweh protected me from this bear that come running up on me, and I had to beat this thing off with a stick. And then I almost slipped and fell down a fifty foot cliff. Yah protected me. And then it goes on and on. And on, and these experiences because people are walking in their faith. And then as that child grows up, he remembers and shares it with his child. And etc., etc., etc. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Now, most here on the line will be able to probably anticipate what's coming next. But if you're writing Yahweh's word on your doorposts, on the doorposts of your house, and on your gates, the supernatural understanding, the Ruachal understanding that what you're actually writing in is the blood of Yeshua, or the blood of the Paschal Lamb, is what is going, is if you're obedient to the instruction, and you actually do that, then your belief as you go, you know, um, I I don't want this to sound too mystical, okay, don't get me wrong, but there's power in the tongue, there's power in the word, there's power in the blood. And when you cross under and you cross when you cross under it, you're crossing through it as you're going in and, and as you're going out, both out of the house and if you're wealthy enough to have gates, you've got the double protection. You've got a hedge of protection that you're believing on and believing in and have had evidence of throughout the course of your life, not only because of what you've experienced yourself but because of what your father and your grandfather and your grandfather's grandfather have experienced, and it's all been passed down because that's what Yahweh demanded in order to be obedient to him. That was Israel. That's where we came from. That's where Yah wants us to get back to. Don't take my word for it. 
You can study it for yourself. I strongly encourage you to do it. I'm just a man. I'm just Shalak Stride. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 10, 12, and 13. And now, Israel, what has Yahweh your Elohim asked of you except to fear Yahweh your Elohim, to walk in all his ways, and to love him and to serve Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart and with all your soul? Okay, now fear in the top of that verse, the fear following except. Okay, that's not necessarily a fear of dread that, he, that he's going to beat you with a stick if you, get one, if you get the smallest thing wrong. That's not that. It's a realization. It's a call to open your eyes and understand that you are not here by accident, that you're not here by mistake, that you aren't here by some big bang theory. You blow up in a, you know, blowing up a book factory is not going to get you an encyclopedia. I don't care how great an imagination you got. Verse 13, to keep the commandments of Yahweh and his statutes, which I'm commanding you to do, to do, which I'm commanding you today for your good. Abba Yah has never given us any instructions intent on, intended to harm us. We have to come to that understanding. And if he didn't give us any instructions intended to harm us, why all of a sudden would he make them null and void once his son entered human history from eternity, why would he strip us of that, of that good, good law, of that good, good instruction, of those good instructions? Why would he take that away from us? What do we have left then? Because as righteous and as awesome and as appreciative and respected and respect-demanding as what Yeshua did, if Abba Yah would nullify the Torah at the death of his son, then the resurrection from the, of his son from the dead would only activate the supernatural aspects of what Yah wanted for us. And all we could expect would be misery in the natural realm. And that's not who our Elohim is. And I'm probably going to have to ask on that statement because I have not said that before and that has not entered my mind before. But I think it's worth considering. Proverbs 3.1 just went through this one the other day. My son, do not forget my Torah, but let your heart guard and keep my commandments. It's said with emphasis, and there is a ver and there is a verse to follow that. Obviously, it's Proverbs three two, um, which reads, "So that you attend to wisdom, and you shall extend your heart to understanding." So again, Yah wants us to understand. He wants us to operate in wisdom. He wants to function in the knowledge of who He is not only so that we can be barukatad and have eternal life, but also so that we can have a life is in his power, in his power and authority 
as we take the message to the world. As we take a mess as we take this message to a lost and dying world, we can, in fact, paint the picture of a better promised land than most realities experienced by a lot of people. Hallelujah. In the name of Yeshua, I just pray that this word hits home, takes root, and that Yah Baruch ties it to his kavod. Hallelujah. This is Toby Mac and Promised Land.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. That was Toby Mac and Promised Land. You are listening to Love Live Rock Remnant Reality Radio. We want to thank you for joining us today. And we just want to give a shout out to Joe Z, who just came on the line. Bokatovachi. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good to be here. Good to be here with with my brothers and sisters. And we're glad to have you, but guess what? Yes. You're late. Yes, I am. (laughs) You are so late, brother. Um, We were actually just about to wrap up. Okay. Is there anything you want to pray about uh, this Um, morning? Thankful. uh, Just thankful uh, that Yahweh's granted me health and uh, thankful to hear his word. Uh, Thankful that we can come together and, and study his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, absolutely. Abba, yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for the hearts that were that are here this morning. Yami, Marissa, Josie, myself, those that are listening in in places that we don't know. Abba, we just ask for an increased appreciation of your instructions of your Torah, yeah that you continue casting forth your Torah so that, because, yeah, you desire that none would perish, but that all would come to an understanding and have eternal life through Yeshua. Yeah, we thank you for everything you've already done today. We thank you for in advance for everything you're going to do today. And we give you all praise, honor, and kavod, Yah, for who you are in our lives, for being the good, good Father that you are. We just ask that you continue that you continue to open our eyes, that you continue to work through us, that you help us to see those that you are putting in our path. And that for the sake of your kingdom, we would take advantage of that opportunity to minister. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And Yamein. Well, that is going to wrap it up for today, folks. Joe, I apologize. Um, I will be posting a recording. Um, in just a few minutes, we were just about to uh, we're just about to shut down when you when you signed on. Okay. So you can I'm gonna I'm gonna end this. I'll restart another recording, but stay stay plugged in and um or call right. back in and listen in and you know we start at six twenty seven. Six twenty seven. So, okay. Yeah, 627. Okay? Yes. 
All righty. Hallelujah. And if you if you need to, Joe, give me a call later. Okay, Scribe. Thank you. Yep. I will do All that. All right. Yes. All right. Sounds great. Until tomorrow, actually until 9.07 Central Time for RIP 2.0, Bokertov, Bokertov, going shalom. And be prosperous for Yahweh. Hallelujah. And in him. Talk to y'all later. Yabaru.